Hello, hello, and welcome to another podcast episode of Parents of the Year. We're still in the new year where we are recasting some of our most popular episodes and the ones specifically that are helping us sort of put push that reset button for the year. Um, last week, we recast the episode on values because that's so important. Our values sort of sets our GPS of where we want to go in parenting, what's most important to us. And today I wanted to recast Andy's question about what your relationship with your kiddos looks like now, but what you want that relationship to look like. And it's important that we continuously think about this. Every year is a great time to check in. Are we on the tracks? I use the analogy of the train tracks. Are we on the train tracks that we want to be on? Do we need to jump off? If we can't jump off, what are some small little changes that we can make so we can start, you know, redirecting where this train is going and for this week where that relationship is going? So it's really good to readdress some of these big questions. Hope you enjoy. Good evening. Hello. How are you? I'm well. Excellent. Yourself? Good. Looking forward to having a snooze. You do. You fall asleep like every I time don't. I talk. You do. You do every time I talk. Has it ever has it ever occurred to you that I'm closing my eyes to process the points you're making? Like, oh, that's a good point. You're not actually closing your eyes. Your eyes are like dimming down and rolling in the back of your head. You're not <laughs> thinking. Dude. I need a show. I need like razzle dazzle to keep me engaged. All right. Tonight's question. Um, What I'd like to know is it's two-parter. Oh. Two-parter. What type of relationship do you think you have with your kids right now? And what type of relationship do you hope to have? With both of the children. You can break it up so you can talk about them specifically type of relationship that I have with my children is a good one. And I hope to have a good one. (laughs) Um, With Willow, it's, she's very open. Although today she didn't tell me what had happened. Something had happened, gone down with her friends. I don't know. Did not tell me. I know she will. I know she Mm -hmm. will tell me just not in the heat of the moment when she, she just needs her time to process it. Right. They just need their own time, but she is open. She wears her heart in her sleeve and she, even if we upset her, she's very good at saying, Hey mom, I didn't like it when you did that. Or Hey mom, I get upset when you do that. So I think that that's, we butt heads a lot though as well, but we are able to repair it and move on. And with her, I do feel like, look, you're, eyes are drooping i'm not i'm literally not doing anything other than listening to you okay other than falling asleep i'm not okay it's not as bad as it has been in the past but i don't even know how to (laughs) like i don't need fish eyes well i don't know how else to make my eyes go while you're talking now you look like an octopus off of disney when you bug your eyes out like that i'm all over the place are you okay so you've got a good relationship but i mean that we meant yeah no no there's no wrong answer here i'm just curious to get your thoughts right like when you had kids did you see it as you needed to be a confidant did you see it as you need like some people are all authoritarian all the time i'm not your friend i'm your parent like 
is is it supposed to be a mix? Like, how have you approached it, and how do you think it's actually gone? Yeah, is another way to look at it as well. When we need to set boundaries and firm, you know, those kinds of expectations, I do have that authority. I mean, the girls just to look is enough for them to know when they are in trouble, right? Or they have done something wrong. Not that they've ever been in trouble per se, but they just know that, okay, crap, I got to go do this thing that I need to do, or I'm sorry. Um, so the confidant piece, Willow's still young enough that, yeah, I mean, kids should be debriefing their days with us, yeah. right? That's, we are a huge part of their development, figuring out their identities, what their values are, what relationship should look like, you know, all of those kinds of pieces. And so I, I feel like I've got that relationship with Maya though. She's so quiet. She doesn't really share tons. She's a lot harder and even just to cuddle with, you know, with Willow, it is cuddles and we are happy two peas in a pod. She's my best sidekick to do anything. So I guess we do really enjoy each other's company mm -hmm. quite a bit and doing things. So we hang out in that regard. She's, you know, almost like a friend, but we don't share things. I don't share, I don't confide in her with mm -hmm. things, obviously. Right. Like those are we just don't do that. I, I listen. Mm -hmm. I'm a listener for her and I'm a listener for Maya, but Maya, we do though. I mean, lately she's been really liking me just coming and hanging out in her room. Even if I'm just reading my own book or doing, I think she just likes to have my company, mm -hmm. but me and her, we don't really talk tons. Um, if it's thing like frustrations or Every so often she'll throw out, you know, a friendship thing that's happened or yeah. her frustrations or, um, you know, she will. She admitted that she thought a boy was cute for the first time ever. That's not Leonardo DiCaprio or Tom Holland. So, you know, that was pretty exciting. Um, in the future, when they're adults, you know, looking down, I do hope that we can have a friendship of sorts, right? In terms of being able to hang out and having lunches and going for a spa day or... So how do you think you build that future state? Not being punishing. You know, I feel that a lot of times, and I've talked about this tons, where parents are punishing and how they interact with their children, right? Whether it's advice giving, fixing lecturing, pull up your socks, you know, like those kinds of things. But yeah. We're never really that, you know, when we look at the authoritarian kind of things, even tonight, I was trying to convince Maya to watch Stranger Things. She's like, mom, I'm so tired, you know, just between staying out late for hockey playoffs and staying out late for school. And um, she just had a ringette game tonight. And She's like, I'm just so tired and I've got a test tomorrow. Like, I really need to go to school. Come on, come on, right? Yeah. Um, so she, she, I mean, I think we've done good with her. She knows, no, like it's, I'm tired. I need to go to bed. She's got her priorities. She um, toes the line in terms of, you know, like things, her responsibilities and mm -hmm. all of those kinds of things. So I think I kind of got off track there, but how do I nurture that relationship? It's, it's really, I mean, the listening, if we can create that open space, that space of safety, I can tell mom and dad, 
whatever frustration with school, frustration with friend, a breakup with the boyfriend, and know that their response is going to be helpful, yeah. meaning they're just going to be there for me. I don't have to have a big eye roll. Oh, why do I tell you stuff? It's just, I know that you're just going to be there for me and give me the space that I need, you know? So I don't know if that at all answers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I wanted for an answer. I just, I don't even know why it popped into my head, but it was one of those things that, you know, as, as the kids get older, we are transitioning, right? They're not as dependent on us, either of them. Right. So we've already had to shift our relationship to a certain degree on how we support them and how we interact with them. And I was talking to someone tonight about the fact that Maya's already talking about universities, right? And and that's what got me thinking of, well, what's that going to look like? And and what do I want it to look like? Right. Because my my relationship with the girls is completely different from yours, right? Like well, neither of them can find in me about anything. Mm they just feel more comfortable talking to you. They'll come to me to talk and to hang out. And through that, I try and pass along some ideas and, you know, not lecture, but if there's an opportunity to try and just throw something out there and let them stew on, I'll do that. Um, but it's very different, right? Like I'll, 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 I'll hang out with Will, like we'll read at night and Maya sometimes just wants to do it, but a lot of times they just hang out with you. Right. So it made it was making me wonder what is it going to look like when they're older, when they're growing up, um, and I, I I don't have an answer to that either, right? Like I would hope that whatever we've done, yeah, that they want to come and hang out with us, they want to come and bring their families over and hang out with us. We're not naggy and you know annoying, and you see how some of the relationships with some people are in terms of it's an obligation that I don't really want to do. I I want to avoid that, right? But at the same time, I realize I have an obligation to them now to have a different relationship in terms of, you know, what they need to know when they get out in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a balance that way. But yeah, none of them, neither of them, they'll rat each other out to me about stuff like confidence stuff, right? But they won't have a conversation with me about, and maybe that's just because I don't ask the same way you do. Like, Mm -hmm. you get right up in there. (laughs) When I'm serious, when I'm teasing, but when I'm serious, it's open-ended questions, right? And then just giving them the space while I'm here, if you want to chat. Yeah. And I try and still remind them of that, right? Like, you know, you can talk to me about anything. We won't get upset, right? So I hope they know that, but I also understand that, you know, girls need their mom, right? There's a, there's a, there's a different relationship there. You know, girls need their dad when it's a, I don't know question about a carburetor or something but i think you know a real big i don't think they've had any big upset heartaches no i think that they will come to look at you for comfort just for a hug not yeah words, yeah, yeah, right? yeah but for the i would hope so right like i would hope so because i don't i don't know that i've done anything special to try and establish the relationship other than just kind of let it like everything with my life just let it happen right um, but another thing that got me thinking about is, is we're going to, to the game tonight. Maya and I, I showed her a car that I forgot I had saved for weeks ago. I'm like, oh, I should show it to her. And I didn't know if she'd like it, but she's like, oh my God, like that's amazing. And it was really interesting to see how quickly, and it was, it's an awesome car. Like it's, it's a car I would want to buy. 
but I didn't know that she'd like it and she fell in love with it. But immediately it was really interesting to see how she processed that. She's like, well, I don't know if that's a great car like that would be, you know, really tricky and it'd be tough to maintain. And so the conversation then kind of turned to me trying to give counterpoints for her to consider. Cause I'm like, I don't care what car you buy. I know it's on your mind, but any car you buy is you're going to have to maintain any car you buy. You're going to have to pay for gas or insurance or whatever. So you got to figure out what kind of car you're looking for. And, you know, is, is a 67 Pontiac two and two a practical car? No. Is it awesome? Yeah. So it was just an interesting conversation where I wasn't sure upon reflection, I w- it wasn't, it wasn't a dad having a conversation with his daughter. It was just some random conversation about an old car. Right. So it was, it was just one of those moments. That's a great conversation. I didn't have anything like that with my dad. Right. So. Yeah. And I mean, to me, I saw it as an opportunity to say, look, like if you get a car like this, one of the advantages outside of the fact that it's going to cost you a ton of gas, is it something you and I can do together? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to work on a Kia if you get a Kia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she, and you know, and I, and I said that self-servingly, like, again, I don't think a 67 Pontiac is, is a smart mm-hmm. practical vehicle, but if it means that she and I can be on the driveway changing brakes or doing the oil change or hanging out, then cool, right? There's a practical application of knowledge there. But it, it did really get me wondering, you know, what is it going to be like when she's older, right? Yeah. So, Well, that practical ap- application thing, I mean, that's those little memories and moments are going to be lifelong memories that both of you are going to have that you're going to reflect back on. And I think those kinds of things would be awesome. Like I, I hope that they'll remember and look back at the times that mom was out on the driveway for hours playing basketball with us or dad was, you know, woodworking with us. And so I I hope that we leave and, and, and that's kind of the nurturing the relationship and planting all those little seeds of positive little moments, little, little things throughout, you know, throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the years over time. So I do hope they have those memories and that we've got those memories to hold on to bigger things. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm trying to have my grandpa over for Sunday dinners, right. Just to establish, I want to be able to have a family Sunday dinner. So when everybody leaves, we can all still come back that once a week, come Mm -hmm. together, make it fun. Just right now we're so busy that it's, it's intermittent if we're ever able to do that, you know, yeah. Like this week's Sunday dinner was like mostly peanut butter with shreddies. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think, but having that, yeah, it's going to be really important. There was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember. It would be cool to know that they do come for us for little pieces of wisdom. I mean, now us trying to give it to them will never be good. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's easy maybe just you know, your comment about, I don't want to be nagging. Sometimes that's a great diving board is to, if we don't know exactly what we do want, we can start from what we don't want. Right. I I don't want to be a nag. I, I don't want to be annoying. Sometimes we have to be, um, I, I don't want to feel like, you know, we were putting lots of pressure on them and high expectations that broke them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to give them mommy complexes. I think that's near impossible, but you know, so then we can look at, well, 
what is the positive, right? right? Like, then I want them to see that we were inspirers and encouragers and, you know, push the limits sort of people, you know, like the world is your oyster. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be interesting because I think it's going to be a completely different, it's going to be completely different with both of them, right? Like Maya is already planning her steps out into the world, right? She jokes around about being here and having tons of dogs and stuff. But when Willow makes that joke, I believe it. Like Willow's going to be, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like when she's older. Well, right? see, I, I kind of think the opposite. But even just now, like Maya went down to the red box. And for people who don't know what the red, red box, or oh, the red lot, sorry. So during the Calgary Flames, when they were in the hockey playoffs, we would have an outdoor viewing area just outside the Saddle Dome and hundreds of people. Like the the tickets were sold out, what, like within the first minute or two of going on. So she got a bunch of tickets going down to the red lot and there's a lot of drunken people down there. And I know other parents were nervous. Some of her friends weren't even allowed to go, but I wasn't worried about her. I know you were worried about other people, but I knew she would be responsible. And sure enough, at one point through the night, I said, how's it going? She's like, I'm just standing by the cops. You know, it's it's quieter. Um, So not worried about her. And so for her, it's easy for us to not be the naggers and the lecturers and the dictators, but with Willow, I think it's going to be a different experience. She's going to be into lots of trouble, pushing the limits. Yes. And no, she will do it. If she doesn't think there's, it's a rule that she's breaking. Right. But as soon as it's a rule, she knows that can be broken and there's consequences. She typically is too scared to do anything. Oh, yeah. Nothing legal. No, no. But I mean, even like, even just pushing the boundaries as a teenager, right? Maybe. We'll see. Just a lot more attitude. I think she's just going to be so much more vocal than Maya. Maya's getting a little snappier. Like, that's just bad. Like, she is starting to get get there, but not to the extent that it could be. My favorite one she does that is to remind her that when she was a child, she said she would never, ever be mean to mommy and I. I'll never be a mean teenager, mommy. Okay. Remember that. (laughs) And then she'll say, I'm not being mean. Although I did have to come tell on her a couple of times. See, I just love them so much. And she hates being, I guess I do annoy with her with my love constantly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're 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 very effective with that when you decide that. So I guess I'm annoying. Well, no, but I think deep down it's annoying, but it's an annoyance that they enjoy as much as the, there's there is definitely a finite line from Maya though. You got to know when to back off, but but not a but not an an annoyance and frustration so much that they that she's counting down the days to move out. No, no, no. Because no. there's a lot of kids that I work with who, like, the minute I turn 18, I'm moving out. And I've even had lots of kids at 16 have run away from home because they've had it with their kid, with yeah. their parents. So we're not there. Just the annoying, like, mom, don't touch my hair when you hug me. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So, all right. That was all I had. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.